Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Del Walters. Just how bad is the drunk driving problem on area roads? I'm John Aaron. How will Frederick County Public Schools carry out a year-old Department of Justice settlement? I'm Sandy Kozell. It's a loss for the Capitals 5-1. It's 5 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Small Business Saturday is come and gone, and some local retailers and shoppers are pretty happy about it. KDKA-TV reporter Krista Rose is in Pittsburgh. Love the salespeople, the quality of the products. They go out of their way, I think, to make a difference. These shoppers weren't the only enthusiastic people we spoke with. Local store owners were happy to have a day focused on their business. People like Justin Siegel, the owner of Little Shoes, which has been a local institution for nearly 90 years. It's really nice to have a day to put focus on the small local businesses out there. Early voting underway in at least two dozen counties in Georgia's runoff election for the U.S. Senate. WANF-TV's Rachel Aragon has more. Gwinnett County Election Supervisor says the county has been preparing for a good spot. The Senate runoff election between incumbent Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker could draw a big turnout. Neither incumbent Senator Warnock nor Republican challenger Walker secured enough votes in the November 8th election, thus the need for the runoff. President Biden is in Nantucket, Massachusetts, where he was asked about the latest mass shooting at a Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia. President Biden told reporters here that he's determined to pass an assault weapons ban, but he doesn't have the votes, and the chances get even slimmer once Republicans take control of the House. CBS's Nancy Cordes. A turnaround in U.S. policy toward Venezuela. CBS's Tom Foti has that story. The Biden administration's moving to ease oil sanctions on Venezuela, at least temporarily. President Nicolas Maduro's government has long been under U.S. sanctions. The Treasury Department is now allowing Chevron to resume what it calls limited energy production in Venezuela. The Biden administration cites a humanitarian agreement between the Maduro government and its opposition. The U.N. would oversee that deal. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un defends his country's latest missile tests. Reporter Alex Jensen has details from Seoul, South Korea. Leader Kim Jong-un insists his country's ultimate goal is to have the world's most powerful nuclear force. His vow was relayed by state media, which claimed the North's most recent intercontinental ballistic missile test already puts it in a position to respond to American capabilities. NASA has launched a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket yesterday from the Kennedy Space Center en route to the International Space Station. And liftoff of QRS-26, go Falcon and happy Thanksgiving ISS. The rocket is on a resupply mission to the space station. It's bringing with it some supplies and experiments and, of course, some Thanksgiving fare for the astronauts on board. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 503 on Sunday, November 27, 2022. 49 degrees, cloudy with steady rain during the day.
Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. Gunfire erupts in southeast Saturday afternoon. A metro bus is involved this time. Transit police say the M6 was hit several times just after 1 p.m. in the area of Pennsylvania and Southern Avenues. Five people were on the bus. No injuries were reported. Authorities believe it's another case of road rage, the second this weekend. Several agencies are investigating. A $1,000 reward has been offered. You can see photos of the suspect's car at WTOP.com. And D.C. police are looking for a black Honda Accord that may have been involved in a road rage incident that resulted in a woman being shot in the leg. Police were called to the 600 block of East Street Southwest just before 9 p.m. Friday about a shooting. That's where they found the victim. They believe she drove to that address after being shot in the 3rd Street Tunnel. Investigators say it happened in the southbound lanes of the tunnel, which is part of I-395. According to the Washington Post, police are still investigating. A man is dead after being struck by a car in the district. D.C. police say this happened Saturday afternoon on Central Avenue Southeast. The victim was pronounced dead on the scene. However, the driver did stay after the crash. A workplace incident is being blamed for the death of a Manassas man yesterday. A fall from the back of a moving vehicle turned deadly for 40-year-old Heidi Ricardo Lopez Rivas Saturday morning. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says they were called just before 9.30 in the 23,000 block of Evergreen Mill Road in Leesburg for a man who had fallen from a vehicle. Police determined that Rivas fell from the back of a truck while the truck was in motion. The truck driver immediately stopped the vehicle and called for assistance. Rivas was pronounced dead at the scene. Although the investigation is still active. Authorities say there is no indication of criminal activity. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. A two-alarm blaze in Dumfries leaves one person seriously hurt and four others displaced. Fire crews got the call just after 7 a.m. after a report of a person trapped inside a burning townhome along Dalgreen Place in Dumfries. The rescue ladders were deployed. One person was medevaced to a burn center. Only moderate damage to the structure was reported. The Red Cross is assisting, and the cause of the fire is under investigation. A new book brings to life a much-forgotten deadly drama in Washington history, a two-day siege by terrorists 45 years ago. As author Shahan Mufti tells it, March 9th, 1977 was a busy day in D.C. But while this is happening, a group of men are loading an incredible amount of arms and ammunition onto rented U-Haul truck. The armed men, members of the Hanafi Muslim group, took 150 hostages at three places. Radio reporter Maurice Williams was killed. Dozens were injured, including the city's future mayor, Marion Barry. It was uh, setting the stage for some really big political shifts that were coming in the world. Mufti says later events would overshadow the complicated and deadly standoff he writes about in American Caliph, the 1977 siege of Washington, D.C. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Well, Thanksgiving is come and gone, and tis the season to be jolly, or is it? The holidays can produce a multitude of emotions, not all good especially when the talk turns to current events. Well, it's important to know that we never change anybody's political opinion. So you can decide to listen with an open mind, but I think it's perfectly okay to say, I've decided I'm not going to talk about politics. Psychotherapist Dr. Robbie Ludwig, she describes it as an emotional minefield. Someone's hosting, say we're not talking about politics because that leads to bad feelings. Ludwig says political drama can only make things worse, so it might be a good time to pass the peas to keep the peace.
Dale Walters, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why a nationwide strike of railway workers is a possibility and what it can mean if that happens. It's 507. Can't get your day started or keep it going without coffee? Well, get in on the buzz. Smoothie King does coffee better than the rest. Delicious coffee smoothies made with your choice of new robust espresso or mellow cold brew. Plus the added boost of real nutrition and no artificial flavors. Now, any time of day makes Smoothie King your king of coffee. Just pure energy and clean ingredients in every sip. Buzz in with the Smoothie King app to discover exclusive savings for our Healthy Rewards members. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams. Each year, millions of animals are abandoned, and more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. Organizations like American Humane are working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, as animals can be trained as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help veterans, the elderly, and children with special needs to overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. It's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Liz. Very good morning to you. We'll go ahead and start off on 66 westbound side of 66 on the ramp to the Dulles Toll Road. Now, uh, we have had this accident scene for just about a little over an hour now. But as of now, I'm watching the crash it looks like the emergency vehicles did stop the ramp completely previously. They had been letting by a single lane along the left-hand side, but it seems like a few tow trucks are on scene now trying to um, maneuver uh, that vehicle out of the way. So in order to do that, they did have to stop traffic for a brief moment. So if you're headed westbound on 66, if you're trying to access the Dulles Toll Road, be ready to be stopped. Uh, you will see those brake lights, but it's always uh, dangerous on those ramps. If things are stopped, people might not expect it to be. Again, westbound 66 onto the Dulles Toll Road. Oh, things are moving again. There we go. That's why you listen to WTOP. Traffic up to the second. Looks like the left lane is now moving once again. They were able to move that vehicle out of the far left-hand side. So still be careful because now there's a few vehicles uh, slowly making their way. Uh, so westbound 66 on the ramp to the Dulles Slow Road. Okay, 195 in Maryland. If you headed to BWI this morning, as of this very moment, you are jammed up from the BW Parkway all the way into BWI and the terminals themselves. Things are at an absolute crawl, as I've been saying. Sunday tends to be the most busy uh, day for travel. Of course, everybody has to go uh, to work tomorrow morning. So keep that in mind. Give yourself plenty of time to get out the door this morning and out towards the airport, especially going to BWI. Silver Diner is ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diner is now in D.C. Across from Nats Park, Silver Diner brings its healthy and classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures will be near 60 degrees on Sunday. Chance for showers throughout the day. Monday highs will be in the mid to upper 50s and partly sunny. Breezy conditions for your Sunday and Monday. Tuesday, high temperatures will be in the low 50s with partly sunny conditions. Rain does return to the forecast on Wednesday. Highs all the while in the low 60s. Thursday, much cooler. Sunny skies, but highs only in the upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Right now it's 49 degrees in Roslyn, also 49 at Farragut Square. Only 40 degrees in Laurel, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 5-11. 
Leaders from one of the biggest rail workers unions in the country have rejected the latest labor contract offer and a crippling nationwide strike could be on the horizon. The biggest issue is scheduling and what the rank and file say is a lack of paid sick leave. CBS White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy joined WTOP's Hillary and John to talk about what a freight rail shutdown would look like. Well, it's hard to imagine. Uh, You're talking about billions and billions of dollars of economic impact at the end of the year ahead of the Christmas holiday, the potential for spillover impacts for commuter rail lines. Think of Mark and VRE, the potential that they'd have to suspend service because they run on the same freight rail lines that would be affected by a strike. It's almost something that it's hard to picture because we haven't seen it in in decades, really, a, a rail work stoppage. And the reason we haven't seen it in decades is that in the most recent cases in the 1980s and 1990s, to avoid a cripple rail shutdown, Congress has stepped in to impose terms on the unions. What's the current dynamic? Four of the 12 unions in the railroad industry have rejected the tentative agreement that the president two months ago hailed as a big win for the workers and for the country. Now, when I say the unions rejected it, it's not just the leaders of the unions, but the rank and file, because the leaders were on board these tentative agreements, but they put it to the members, and the members said, nope, not good enough. And why? Because, as you mentioned, not enough protections in these agreements for sick time. Railroad workers, because they have to travel all over the country and ride the rails, are not able to call in sick the way you or I might be able to. They operate under a legal framework that dates back to the middle of the 20th century, and they say it's time for their contracts to reflect the fact that they should have the right to take sick time. And uh, the agreement that was heralded by the White House had just one day of paid sick time, and the, the, the workers are saying in their vote that that's not enough. So we are now on the precipice, or we could be in about two weeks, of a rail shutdown. The White House is calling on both sides to return to the table and essentially make a deal that the workers would accept, but there's no telling whether that will happen. And the U.S. Chamber of Commerce said today that Congress ought to step in and resolve this matter before we get to really the threshold of a strike. You mentioned Mark and VRE very quickly before we go. I would imagine that includes Amtrak, too. It would on the lines that are affected by freight rail lines, so uh, not necessarily the Northeast Corridor line. But it's really too soon to say. And we'll learn more about this in the probably in the next week or so, because the closer we get to the possible strike deadline, which is either going to be December 5th, or December 9th, you would have to advise the railroads. They'd have to advise their business clients, and and ultimately the passenger railroads would have to advise customers. But that's going to put pressure on Congress and the White House to resolve this ahead of the deadline. That's CBS White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Coming up on on WTOP, the caps are on the road, but fall at the first stop. It's 514. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives.
At Papa John's, when you start with better ingredients, you get lots of tasty menu choices that are better. Papadillas, cheese sticks, chicken poppers, garlic knots, double chocolate chip brownies, all these plus more. Just $6.99 each when you order two or more. Don't miss our new pepperoni-crusted papadilla. It's loaded with tons of pepperoni and extra cheese. And even more pepperonis are baked right into the crust. That's better ingredients, better pizza, better prices. Papa John's. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Caps start their long road trip with a loss at the New Jersey Devils 5-1. to Jack Hughes of New Jersey with a hat trick to lead the way for New Jersey. John Carlson, his sixth goal of the season, was the only goal for the Capitals who again fall at the Devils 5-1. to College football, Maryland shuts out Rutgers 37-zip on Saturday to close out their regular season. Terps 7-5. and Now wait to see what bowl they will play in. Number three, Michigan tops. Number two, Ohio State. Bit of an upset here, 45-20. Three other rivalry games, Alabama all over Auburn, 49-27. At the World Cup, it was Argentina over Mexico, 2-zip. Poland beat Saudi Arabia, 2-0. Australia over Tunisia, 1-zip. France, the defending champ, beats Denmark, 2-1 to clinch a berth in the round of 16. College hoops on Saturday, local winners, Georgetown, Navy, GW, and George Mason. Maryland women topping Towson. Commanders get the Falcons Sunday at 1 o'clock as the Commanders 6-5 and five record. Host of Falcons who come in at 5-6. and six. Again, Caps fall 5-1 at the Devils. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden says he will move on gun control during the lame duck session of Congress before the Republican Party takes control of the House next year. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is thinking about seeking tax cuts in his budget proposal for next year, but he's moving with caution, acknowledging that a possible economic recession could weaken the state's finances. The longtime sheriff of Arlington County is hanging up her spurs after 22 years. We'll have her reflections about her time in office. Stay with WTOP for more. More on these stories in just minutes. It's 517, and drunk driving is a huge concern now that the holiday season is here. D.C. has the lowest rate of drunk driving in the nation when compared to the 50 states, according to an analysis by Forbes Advisor. It looked at rates of drunk driving crashes, DUI arrests, and people killed in drunk driving accidents. Maryland also does well with the eighth lowest rate of drunk driving. Virginia has the 18th lowest rate. Montana has the most drunk drivers, followed by Wyoming and Texas. John Aaron, WTOP News. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, Liz. Good morning to you. We'll start off on 195. If you're headed to BWI this morning, you're going to want to leave early. As of now, we've got delays on 195 from the BW Parkway all the way into the terminals. So it's going to take you a few minutes to get into the airport. If you're running late, you need to get going now. Uh, as of now, all your, air, all your other airports looking okay. If you're in Virginia, headed towards uh, Reagan, for example, the GW Parkway looks okay. It's a little crowded on Route 1 there at the light just before uh, the exit that takes you into uh, Reagan National. But uh, for the most part, things are relatively okay. Nothing compared to 195. 195 is down to a crawl. Uh, Dulles Toll Road looks okay. A slight delay there at the uh, at the toll plaza. But other than that, not seeing any uh, accidents or incidents reported. As you continue towards 28, things are quiet. Uh, the ramps that take you into the, the airport are looking okay as well. Now, onto the accident scenes. Westbound side of 66 has the crash on 
on the ramp to the Dulles Toll Road. So keep that in mind if you're headed to the airport. If you're on 66 westbound inside the Beltway, that ramp that takes you onto the Dulles Toll Road has a crash activity on the right-hand side. You only have a single lane on that ramp available, so stay to the left. If you're headed in... The district sounds like the Suitland Parkway is dealing with an accident scene now. This is in southeast as you head past Sterling, uh, Firth Sterling Avenue. As of now, I'm not seeing any delays because of it, but be extra careful, of course. Uh, just because there's no delay, that means you will approach the incident at speed. Inbound Pennsylvania Avenue. It's a little slow here, suspiciously slow as you make your way past 11th Street. I don't see anything in the camera. It just looks a little crowded there. Be extra careful as you make your way through the area. Follow police direction as necessary. Now open, the Silver Line extension is connecting you to six new stations including the Dulles Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Thanks a lot, Liz. Good morning, everyone. Storm Team 4 radar is picking up that rain now moving just to the east of Interstate 81. So we will start to get wet up and down the I-95 corridor, I would say, within the next couple of hours. With that, it is going to be a rainy Sunday. It will be wet for your travel day, particularly up and down the I-95 corridor. Periods of rain throughout much of the day. Temperatures will remain uniform in the mid-50s. Winds will gust from the southwest, keeping our temperatures up at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Rain will be ending by sunset, gradual clearing during the overnight. Winds will diminish to the west at 10 miles per hour. Back to work, back to school. Temperatures will be in the low 50s for your Monday. Mostly cloudy skies. And Tuesday, we'll finally see some sunshine with high temperatures in the low 50s. Temperatures outside right now, area airports. They're dry. BWI, 40 degrees. Reagan National, 49 degrees. And Dulles, 43 degrees. Thank you so much, Clay. The forecast brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WT. Why Virginia's governor is approaching tax cuts with caution. It's 521. The following is a paid commercial message. Men stumble over the truth from time to time, but most pick themselves up and hurry off as if nothing had happened. Hi, this is Lon Solomon. These words were spoken by Winston Churchill. You know, having been a pastor for over 30 years, I can attest to the sad accuracy of Mr. Churchill's words. It's tragic. How many people I've seen who hear the plain truth of God, that Jesus is the only way to get heaven and eternal life, and then they pick themselves up and hurry off as if nothing had happened. Jesus said, what good is it if a person gains the whole world but loses their own soul? Hey, I urge you not to be one of these people. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Also coming up on WTOP, robot sales are rocking. More about that in Money News. It's 522. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. 
The Goodfeet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Goodfeet Store. This is WTOP News. It's 523. The Justice Department reached a settlement with a Maryland school district almost a year ago to protect students with disabilities. A report finds the district is way behind on carrying it out. The Frederick County Public School settlement with the Department of Justice was over the district's illegal use of seclusion and restraint against students with disabilities. It required three months of weekly, hour-long therapy sessions to every student it subjected to seclusion and restraint in two recent school years. The Frederick News Post reports the district's acting executive director of special education told a recent board meeting that it wasn't clear how much it would have to spend to comply. She said only about 15 students have gotten compensatory services so far out of nearly 400 eligible. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Facing economic uncertainty, it'll be a more cautious approach to tax cuts by Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. Governor Youngkin has expressed interest in cutting the corporate tax rate, among other possible cuts. He tells WTOP. We're going to stay very focused on our core objectives, which is to continue to get the cost of living down in Virginia through continued restructuring and reduction of tax burdens on Virginians. But Youngkin says it's important to be cautious right now, noting that a possible economic recession could weaken the state's finances. Youngkin was able to get numerous cuts passed in the previous budget cycle, including one-time tax rebates, the elimination of the state's share of the grocery tax, and a nearly 80% increase in the standard deduction for income tax filers. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Steven Spielberg's new semi-autobiographical film, The Fablemans, is now in theaters. WTOP discussed Spielberg's enduring legacy with two legendary names of DC movie reviews, Arch Campbell and Oliver Jones, the son of Davy Marlin Jones. This film was very moving. The urtext of Spielberg's movies has been divorce. He's trying to understand something that's haunted him his whole life. Oliver Jones, son of Davy Marlin Jones, says The Fablemans continues Spielberg's career theme of the breakup of of the family unit like E.T. When E.T. dies and he starts crying, for be able to get that performance, you got lightning with that. Arch Campbell will never forget seeing Jaws at the Uptown Theater. Everybody was talking about Jaws. People would line up around the block, thus the name Blockbuster. Here are a breakdown of Spielberg's entire career on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Robot revenue in service is surging. Rapper and entrepreneur Jay-Z led nearly $17 million in funding into a robot pizza truck business. And Amazon has been showing off its Sparrow Android arm. Marina Bill, president of the International Federation of Robotics, says sales of professional service robots rose by 37% in 2021. These kind of robots are extremely diverse. The top category, transportation of goods and cargo, followed by hospitality, medical, cleaning, and agriculture. We have a big demographic change. Uh, with an ever much older population, which means that more help is being needed. And that also in itself has led to a lot of labor shortage. Then generally all around the world, we see the, the need for that people don't want to and shouldn't do dirt, dull, dangerous and delicate work. Bill says the call for simplicity will continue to drive the demand into the